Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it, and and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Uh, Susan Tom from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. Ron Moore. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened talk shows throughout the United States on 143 stations strong. Thanks to all of you in our listening audience, coast to coast. We're going to bring you a very special show today. This show today is about a charity, a center that I'm involved with called Sheffield Place. We're going to talk to uh, the executive director here joining us in studio today, Kelly Welsh. And we also have um, one of our clients here with us today, Keisha, and she's going to tell her story and why she's here. As you know, we do have operators standing by. They will take your calls. 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. If you need help, feel free to call. You can also email us from the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. There are a host of blogs up there, some videos up there on various things pertaining to insurance that might be helpful to you, so feel free to go to the website. You can send me an email. I get a couple of hundred a day. As I always say, I don't answer each and every one of them the same day. But I do answer each and every one of them. So if you reach out to me, I will get back to you. All right, on to our show today. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Welcome, Keisha. Hi. Glad to have you in studio with us. Let me give you a little backstory here on why I'm involved with this. Um, About a year and a half ago, I was coming home uh, from my office. It was a hot summer day. And I was heading down Warnell Boulevard, and I saw a young African-American woman sitting on a wall uh, with a little sign said she was homeless um, on Warnell Boulevard. She had in front of her a little pile of clothes and not much else. Um, I turned around the corner, parked my car, got out and walked over and sat down with her and started talking to her. She was homeless. She had come to town from Chicago to take care of her grandmother. There was a falling out between them. She was put out uh, of the house and she had a child. The child was in foster care, but she had nothing and she was completely homeless. I gave her a $100 bill, which seems like a lot of money, right? Well, you know, think about it. That didn't do a lot for her. It certainly wasn't a permanent solution. And, and here's the thing, okay? You know, I travel all over the country. A lot of you know that, okay? Whether I'm in Washington, Missouri, or I'm in southern Illinois, or I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or High Point, North Carolina, most of which I drive. I see these homeless women around the country at truck stops, at off-ramps, and, and you look at their situation and you look at them and you get out and you talk to them and many of them suffer abuse. There are all kinds of issues surrounding uh, their situation. And so I decided I needed to do something. So when I finished up my tenure as chairman of the board for the American Heart Association, I reached out to Sheffield Place. I interviewed and they kindly took me on board, which she probably regrets (laughs) now, right? Right, Kelly? No, no, no. (laughs) So I am now um, on the board of directors. Um, Our mission 
um, is, is not to give a hand out. It's to give a hand up. Uh, and I'm going to let Kelly talk a little bit about that and how we do. We are very unique in what we do at Sheffield Place. Kelly, why don't you talk a little bit about what we do there? Okay, thanks, Carrie. So Sheffield Place was specifically designed to help homeless moms with children become self-sufficient. And so our goal for our moms is to be self-sufficient, to be part of the community, and to be able to take care of themselves and their families so they're not back in this position later. We specifically target women who have multiple barriers. So, for example, last year, all of our um, moms had a mental health issue. 82% of them had an addiction issue. 85% of them had experienced domestic violence. Uh, Almost half of them did not have a diploma or a GED. 40-plus percent of them grew up in foster care or were runaways. So these are families that, in addition to homelessness, have multiple barriers for success and for self-sufficiency. So Sheffield Place, our role in the community is to help those moms stabilize, get some skills, learn to be self-sufficient, and move into their own houses and be part of the bigger community. And, you know, there, there are a couple of things that I want to go back to. First of all, there are a lot of shelters in Kansas City. There's the Salvation Army. There's, uh, there are a host of different places. But most of these shelters, at least to the best of my knowledge, will not take people in that have addiction issues. So that's one of the clear separations between us and a lot of the other places in this city and then across the country. And, and, you know, I'm talking about an organization here in Kansas City, but if you're listening to me in North Carolina or National City, California, or wherever you might be, there is an organization somewhere like this in your metropolitan area, and that, that's another reason why we're doing this show. But having said that, that's one of the big differentiators with us um, and the other charities, yes? Yes, yeah, so we're, we fortunately, because we have lots of good board members and community support, like Carrie Hall. Um, We're able to have case managers on staff, therapists on staff, substance abuse counselors on staff. So many of our women, when they first come to us, they are still using. And we are able to um, work with them. Obviously, the agreement is they need to be serious about recovery and they need to be serious about stopping whatever um, addiction they're in the midst of so that they can get help. That includes treatment. That may include you know, impatient, that whatever it takes to get them to a place where they can be stable. And honestly, most of our women, probably all of our women, use as a way to self-medicate from the mental health issues, the addiction issues, and just the chaos of their lives. So it's an opportunity for them. And we realized years ago that we had to to be able to take those families. Otherwise, there aren't a lot of places that they can go. Yeah, there are a lot of freeway under ramps and and, and, and homeless, uh, you see homeless these women and the, it's not it's the women the other part of this is the kids mm-hmm. these children are are caught up in this um and and it is a horrific situation you know it's interesting there are basically three components to this um you know the addiction issues the domestic violence issues those those two are probably the two I, and you've been doing this how many years kelly counseling do i really have to say no well yeah a long time <laughs> okay, okay thank no you. you don't but a long time so, Thank you. so those two feed off of each other, and it makes a vicious cycle. The, right. the other part is the domestic violence part where they've experienced this in their homes where they grew up, if they 
were op- had an opportunity to be in a home and they grew up and not the foster care system. And so the whole thing compounds and it becomes uh, an impossible situation for them to manage. Yes. Right. And to your <clears throat> point, many of most of the women grew up in chaotic homes um, if they were if they did have stable homes at all. And so for most of those women, our women, they've never had a chance. And so the women that come into our program that stay in the program and engage in the program are really, really very um, courageous and that they're changing, you know, an entire life for them. And they're making those changes, many of them, for their kids. They don't want their kids to grow up in the chaos that they grew up in. So that's a huge motivator yeah, that's, for our women. As, as, as clients have come and at each board meeting, yeah. we have somebody come and speak. And when they talk, the, the, the single biggest connector seems to be not just do they want to help themselves, but they specifically want to do something that's going to get these children out of this cycle that, that perpetuates itself because of these issues. Yes, absolutely. So this is a very, very different um, situation. You know, we're going to go to break here in a minute, but when I come back from the break, I want to talk about what we mean by serious recovery. It was interesting at last night's board meeting when the uh, client spoke about, we had a young lady speak last night who is very successful, um, you know, told her story, but she had to leave at one point because she didn't want to be serious about recovery. Right. And I think it's important for the audience to hear that, you know, as I said, this is not just a hand, it's not a hand out, it's a hand up. Um, You know, what we're doing at Sheffield Place is very unique because, and you said it in your opening remarks, it puts them on a path to self-sufficiency. Right. And that's the key to this whole thing. Absolutely. Return them back to society as productive members of society, a society that can live their lives. We even have a board member who is a former client, do we not? That's correct. Yeah. So uh, it's a proven program. It works. When I come back from the break, we'll talk about some of these issues and what we do. We'll talk about they never had a chance. Okay. And what kind of a chance are we giving them? We'll talk about that and how that works. And we'll also talk about what we mean by serious recovery because it is serious business. If you want information on Sheffield Place, the website is sheffieldplace.org, sheffieldplace.org. I'll be back after the break. We'll continue this discussion uh, in studio with Kelly Welsh and Keisha, um, who is a a client at Sheffield Place. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Network, coast to coast across the USA. Once again, that website, sheffieldplace.org. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have a question or a comment, send me an email. There's also a Facebook page on America's Healthcare Advocate. I get some really interesting comments up there. Feel free to go up there and comment if you want help with anything. Uh, send me an email. I'll be happy to help you. You can also reach us live at 877-385-2224. Operators are standing by. If you have issues or questions, something we can help you with, feel free to call 877-385-2224. Anywhere in the United States, 
even in Guam. Yes, we actually got a call from Guam here not so long ago. My producer, Mr. Ron Moore, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to continue this conversation with Kelly Welch and Keisha uh, from Sheffield Place. Sheffield Place, once again, is a shelter, a homeless shelter for uh, women and children. Specifically, um, most of our women have addiction issues when they come to us. Um, I am on the board of directors there. That is why we are doing this show today. Um, and I'm, I, I, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm putting this out to the community. And if you would like to get involved, and we would like for you to get involved, um, you can go to the website, sheffieldplace.org. Um, you can send an email from there, or you can reach out and contact them. Or you can actually call Kelly Welch, and at great risk to her, I'm going to give out <laughs> her cell phone number. Yes, if you want to help out, uh, if you want to donate, if you want to get involved, uh, whatever, if you want to just learn more, 913-634-6934, 913-634-6934. If you want to call her, feel free to do so. Um, you can reach out to me about this as well if you wish. I'd be more than happy to chat with anybody. All my information is up on the website. Feel free to do it. Um, Let's go to this because I, one of the things that I thought was when I came down and did the tour and did you know had lunch mm-hmm. with you and with David and 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 our board chair Nate and and learned all about you know what Sheffield Place does. The thing that impressed me the most was I guess uh, the only way I can put it is tough love. Um, you, when you come in, you're making a commitment. So let's talk about that. Yeah, it's a huge commitment. Um, we talked a little bit ago about that the moms that come in highly motivated to change their lives by their kids and in changing everything. And so it's a huge commitment. You change who you associate with, you change friends, you may have to cut out family, you change the way you parent, you change the way you've been employed. Every, everything is And you a stop addiction. You stop using, you if the health professionals say that you need medication for either physical illness or mental health you go ahead and take that. So, yeah, it's a huge change. You get your kids enrolled in school. They go to school every day. I mean, it's a huge commitment these our moms make. Um, and so it's a lot like people who are in recovery. You can talk at them and threaten and incentivize and everything else. But if they're not ready to make that change, they're not going to make that change. And that's the key. Correct. They have to. It was very interesting last night at the board meeting yeah. when um, Caitlin spoke to us, the young lady who spoke to us last night, she came in, thought she was ready, and she left. She did leave, yeah. She, she mm-hmm. was not willing to stick with the program. She wasn't willing to be clean. Um, right. She had issues, okay? Correct. But she came back. She did come back. So when, <laughs> yeah, so when they first come in, the first couple of weeks is rough because um, our families, like we talked about, the moms grew up in chaos. They've been in chaos, and they've been trying to um, take care of everything which is overwhelming. So when they come in and we say to them, you know, great, we're glad you're here, but you have to go to your case manager once a week. You have to go to your therapist once a week. You have to go to at least 10, closer to 15 and 20 hours of group. And you have to go to work. You have to work. You have to, here's the, here's the kicker. Usually we have curfew. You have to be in at curfew. You have to do your chores. It's very, very structured. And the women have told me um, before that they had heard before they even came in that it was a really hard program. And we take that as a compliment. Yes. Because yes. it's a lot of work. I mean, <clears throat> they really do have to, to work hard. So Keisha's sitting here with an I Am Hampton shirt on. She right? works at the Hampton Inn. The Hampton Inn here on the plaza in Kansas City is a big supporter 
of uh, Sheffield Place. If you're an employer out there and you have employment opportunities, we've got all kinds of people with all levels of skills yes. uh, that we certainly can connect you with if you'd like to get involved if you're an employer. But the good folks at Hampton Inn on the Plaza are a big support of ours, and we have quite a few women who work there, yes? Yes, we do. Actually, we were counting on the way here. We have seven or eight women who work at the Hampton on the Plaza. Um, one of the programs that we have besides the on-site um, facility is aftercare. So after they get stabilized and moved out into permanent housing, they can stay in aftercare programming and do all the same programming. They just don't live on site. So some of those women in aftercare and some in the house work at the Hampton. And So, so talk about that because what, what, what they do, what we do in this program is, they, is these women evolve through a process and, and they actually leave our facility and then they're able to, we, how many houses do we have now? Nine. We have nine houses rehabbed and two that are under mm-hmm. rehab right now, if mm-hmm. I remember from the board meeting Correct. last night. So what happens is these women move out, uh, and many of them, we move into these homes in the neighborhood that we're mm-hmm. in, okay? Right. Uh, and, and, and let's talk about that a little bit. So we realize, because we have 17 units on site where moms and kids can live, but last year we had 102 families go through the on-site program. 102. Which Remarkable. is up from 2010 when we had 20 families total served, yeah. but we had 725 families call for services. So we're still just making a tiny dent in that. So we realized we had to get people stabilized faster, moving out faster, so that we could get more people in. So we do that through aftercare. Um, we have case managers that just do aftercare, and they come back for anything, any service they want, including Christmas, Thanksgiving, <coughs> 4th of July, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we can provide that support. The houses were kind of a next step um, in our neighborhood. We have these housing units you talked about, and the women can stay there for as long as they like. They pay rent, uh, adjusted rent, and they have to stay in aftercare. But we specifically put families in those houses that housing is even more difficult to find. So maybe they've had past evictions. Maybe they've had felonies. Maybe they have things that make housing them a little bit harder. And so those that group, that aftercare group, is wildly successful. Because you're, it's a support system. And the key yes. to this thing is we're giving these women a path that they can go down that put, puts their lives on track and gives them that chance that they haven't had until they become involved in this program. You said something very interesting. We did 100, how many families last year? 102 on site, 133 total with aftercare. And 725 asked for help that we could not fulfill. And that's why we're doing this show today, because I'm asking you in this listening audience, you know, this city is amazing in its philanthropic giving, what this city does. I think we're ranked as one of the top five or six in the country in terms of what we do in this city uh, to help folks in need. Um, I'm asking you to get involved today. It's SheffieldPlace.org. That's the website, SheffieldPlace.org. The phone number once again, a great wish to herself. Kelly is getting her <laughs> phone number, 913-634-6934, 913-634-6934. If you're an employer and you've got some opportunities that we might be able to fulfill and help you with employees, um, uh, if you want to get involved, um, but, you know, items in kind, things that we can use. We'll talk about that in one of the other segments coming up here. If you want to get involved in the board, if you want to be a volunteer, you know, if your church group, whatever the case may be, we're, we welcome you. Um, once again, it's SheffieldPlace.org. I'll be right back after the break. Keisha's going to join us now and tell us her story 
Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Ron Moore, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to continue this fascinating conversation with Kelly Welch, Executive Director at Sheffield Place, and joining us in studio, one of our clients, Keisha. You've listened to me talk about this. I've told you why I do it. Um, I know you see the same things I see. If you travel around this country or just in this city, you see these women out here. Um, It's an extremely difficult situation. It is very difficult for them to break out of it. This this organization, Sheffield Place, what we do um, is quite unique um, and very successful. If you want to help, again, you can call Kelly at 913-634-6934, or you can go to the website, um, sheffieldplace.org, sheffieldplace.org. All the information is up there. You can reach out through the website as well. If you're an employer, um, we'd love to uh, have an opportunity to supply you with some great people uh, that can do great work and are, and are very responsible. Um, if you're a person that wants to get involved uh, directly uh, in our board of directors, we'd love to talk to you. If you want to donate, we'd love to have your donations. Um, and if you want to make in-kind donations, and that would be furniture, clothing, those kinds of things, we'll talk about that coming up. But we, we need all of that. Um, you heard uh, Kelly say we had 725 people last year. We could not help 725 people. So we need as much help as we can get to continue this mission. All right, Keisha, welcome. Hi. All right, Kelly, why don't you uh, let, uh, talk with Keisha here and just kind of tell her story, how she came to Sheffield Place and where she's at today. Kelly? Okay, thank you, Carrie. So um, Keisha came to us, it's been several months ago now, with her kids, and I'm going to let her tell her story, but I just want to um, point out before she starts that who we see now is just such a completely different person than who came through our door. Um, that's one of the really cool things about this job and this program is you get to see people make huge changes and changes that not only change their lives, but also their kids' lives. So I'm going to let Keisha talk about when she came in and what she's done since she's been there and kind of where you are now. Okay, hey, Keisha? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I've been in Sheffield for about nine months. Um, when I got there... Me and my kids, we had been homeless for over a year, and that was just like we were bouncing around, um, staying with different people on the on their floors, couches, just wherever we could. And I had a job, um, but it was not, it wasn't enough. Um, I, the last person we stayed with, I was laying on her floor. Um, she she let us have a room to ourselves. And I was laying on the floor, and I had been on that floor for over a month. And I was, uh, I was stuck in misery. And uh, I, she Sorry. was, uh, she was my son's girlfriend. Okay. And I heard her mistreating my son 
just she was talking to him like he was not human. And he didn't say anything back. He didn't defend himself or anything. And I knew, I knew it was so that me and uh, his younger siblings wouldn't get put out. And I couldn't, I had to do something different because that's not his burden to bear. It's not his responsibility to make sure we had somewhere to live. And it's definitely not his responsibility to be abused for us to have somewhere to live. So you reached out to Sheffield Place at that point and you got in. I did. Okay. I did. I and- walked over there. I wouldn't even leave that room, let alone leave the house. I was I was stuck. Um, and so I got up and I walked down there and I was determined that something was going to be different. And I had been in the shelter before, but when I went to Sheffield, there was something different in the air than I had ever felt. Right. It was, um, I don't know, I guess I almost kind of felt like I would get the help that I needed, which is all I really wanted. I wanted some help. I wanted to figure out why I couldn't move forward, what was stopping me. At that point, I really didn't know. I had a job, so I really didn't understand what was holding me back, you know? And, um, but you didn't have any support system. I did you didn't not. have any of those things. You didn't have Kelly Welch. I did not. You didn't have any. Don't 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 do that. You're 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 amazing at what you do, Kelly she Welch. She really is. So 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 you, at Sheffield now you have a complete support system around you. Yeah. That has allowed you to do what? Where are you now? I'm working now. I'm at the not, Hampton Inn. At the Hampton Inn on the Plaza. Inn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm working. I'm gainfully employed. Okay. Um. It if it, it just I get to go out and participate in things that I wouldn't leave the house for. Um, like I missed my son's graduation because I couldn't leave the house. I just I couldn't make myself do it because you because you weren't well because you needed help with that. I needed help, yeah. and I and 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 Sheffield helped me find that help. <laughs> they helped me pinpoint it. They helped me, you know, put a name to it help me find somebody to help me figure it out and I got help and um so how are now, your children today compared to where they were oh Asia? gosh man talk, talk about your kids for a minute <laughs> they are in school in school stability does wonders works <laughs> wonders uh-huh. right because you know when you when when your kid when your kid doesn't know where they're going to be sleeping tomorrow or what they're going to be eating or what they're going to be eating or it, you know you're putting food in somebody else's house for it to disappear before your kids get a chance to eat and they don't know what's going on how things are going to play out the next day now for the last nine months they know where they're waking up they know where they're catching their bus they know we have people around us who care about how we're making it and they, you are making it. And we are. And they they love staff. They love our case manager, Miss Regina. <laughs> They're on the honor roll now. Wow. Yes, yes. Holy I have a straight cow. A student. Okay. Um, I have another student. He's all A's and one B. And so, yeah, they're like, they're loving it. And Miss uh, Bree, my straight A student, she can't wait 
when she gets her report card, she can't wait to show Miss Kelly and Miss Regina. Look, I got all A's, you know. And it it's like it feels so good to pull them away from all of that chaos, all of that uncertainty, all of you know, and have them somewhere with people who are not trying to use us. Not take advantage of you and not and not abuse and mistreat. What where do, where do you want to go from here? What what are your goals in terms of what you want to do, Keisha? Um, of course, I want to keep working. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking for stable housing. I I want Sheffield House. <laughs> I keep telling Miss <laughs> Kelly that. I do, I By do. the way, if you're a contractor, we'd love your help. Okay, give I us a call. Do. I do. I do. I, I'm um I want a house. I just don't want to leave my safety net. No, and you don't have to. Right. Part right. of this program is if you do move into one of the Sheffield homes, you have that opportunity, even if you go to an apartment, whatever the case may right. be. As, as, as Kelly, you talked about the, the aftercare program, yes. wildly successful, and it keeps these, these moms and these kids engaged so, so that you're still in the program and still moving forward. Yes. Right. And I just have to say real quick, um, Keisha, and how long have you been clean? Nine months. Woo! That's great. Nine yeah. months. Really great. Almost ten. Yeah. And that that was that's part of this program. Yes. And you have to accept that when you come in and right. you're tested and you know right. there Random is test. no tolerance. I know because I well, I remember when I came in and had lunch. I asked the most difficult thing you had to do, and David said, "When we have to turn somebody out because they don't they're not mm-hmm. they're not complying with the program." Mm-hmm. So there is a discipline here. Uh, but look at look at her sitting over here. Okay. Yeah. There's this vibrant, happy woman with with her children, stabilized, moving forward. She has a job. She's in. Mm-hmm. She's working. She she knows she's got a future, and that's all because of what goes on at Sheffield Place. And that's why I'm asking you, and I'm taking time to do this today to ask you to get involved. If you want to help, 913-634-6934 is the phone number, 913-634-6934, or the website, SheffieldPlace.org. You know, <laughs> you see, as I said in the opening segment, you see these people on the streets, okay? And I'm, I've, for years, I've stopped, handed out money, talked to them, et cetera. But the problem is that's a Band-Aid. It doesn't solve the problem going forward. And if this organization, the reason I'm involved and the reason I'm doing this is because this is the only organization I've seen that has a program like this that takes folks like Keisha and gives her that chance, that chance that she talked about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with the final segment. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer, Mr. Ron Moore. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to wrap it up with Keisha and Kelly Welch uh, speaking to us today about Sheffield Place. I'm on the board of directors there. I am making a direct plea to people in this audience to get involved. I've never done this before, okay, but I'm doing it now. 
This is a mission. This is something that we need in this city. What what we are doing at Sheffield Place, you heard Kelly say, 725 people asked for help last year. We can only take care of, what, 146? Well, just to be clear, 725 families. Right, families. Right, yeah. so it's even right. more than that. And last year we served 133 families. There you go. So we, we, we need more help. If you want to get involved, 913-634-6934 is Kelly's cell phone. She'll be happy to chat with you. The uh, website, SheffieldPlace.org, SheffieldPlace.org. You all know me. You know my phone numbers. You know my web address. I'm not going to give out a bunch of stuff on the air. You know how to find it. You, I get text messages and phone calls from you every day. Feel free to call me if you want to or reach out to me. I'll be happy to chat with you uh, if you want to learn more about this through me. All right, so let's talk about, you know, we, we've had, we, we have several things we do every year to raise money. It takes a lot of money to run this thing, uh, whether it's rehabbing houses or keeping our how old, how old is that YMCA we it's, occupy? It's almost 19, 100 years old. Almost 100. Almost we're an almost 100-year-old yeah. building, folks. We're <laughs> not in some gleaming, shiny tower yes. somewhere. And we're located on 12th. And Bennington. 12th and Bennington. Um, uh, Sheffield Place is called Sheffield Place because that area is Sheffield. And it's Sheffield, for those of you that are chronologically challenged like me, that means when we were growing up, that was Sheffield Steel Plant. So those of you who... Uh, remember the history of this city. That's why we're in the Sheffield district and our, our home is called Sheffield Place. So let's talk about the things that we do and the needs that we have. So let's start with our two biggest events. Okay. Uh, and I want to first say that the only way we've got where we are now is because of community and the way that the community is pulled together and helps us with volunteer stuff, all the things you've talked about. So Fabulous board, fabulous advisory council. We need all. It's truly a community. Effort. It is. I mean, really. Yeah. Um, and very much working boards, as you know. As yeah, you know, I Carrie. do know. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so we have two major events. We have a golf tournament every year in June. So if you like to play golf, we'd be happy to get you involved with the, uh, Steve Ormendorf. Who, Steve Ormendorf is yeah, our who, chair. And who's the co-chair? Ben, yeah. We have a great golf committee. Um and it's fun. It's a really great tournament. We do breakfast and lunch. Stephen St. John is there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gary Lezak is there. Gary. We have a great time. If you like to play golf, food, fun, all of that, that's one way you can get involved. Yes, and that's in June. Yes. And then in October, typically the middle of October, we have Off the Wall, which is our signature event. It's, it's our gala event. Yes, yes. Dinner, um, art auction, and unique events. We had a blast last yeah, year. Yeah, it's very fun. It was, it was so, How many it's people did we have last year attend? About 500. Unbelievable. Right. Because Great event. 2011, we had 75 people there. But so we had it's grown. Fun, and I got outbid on a piece of art my wife wanted really badly. <clears throat> right. I won't let that happen this year. But it was it was a great event. We raised a lot of money. Mm-hmm. and um, it, it, But it takes a lot to keep this thing running. It does. Um, and, and those are two events where you can get involved. But if, if folks want to get involved more directly, let's chat about that. What do we need? Uh, it Aside from money, if you want to make a donation, we'd love to have it. Right, money's always good. But let's talk about in-kind things. Absolutely. So what I tell people, it's just like your own household times 17. So um, paper towels, toilet paper. We always need toilet paper. Um, We always need twin sheets, towels, because we make, when a family comes in, those rooms are ready. They have sheets, towels, um, you know, shampoo, all the hygiene stuff. The moms take all that when they leave so that they have something to start with. So blankets, pillows, washcloths, and then we have three kitchens where the moms cook. So pots, pans, silverware, all that kind of stuff we always need. 
church groups, civic groups, mm-hmm. volunteers. Let's talk about right. that. Sa- um, scouts, schools. We have just a variety of people that come in and do a lot of different things. We had last weekend, we had a church group come in and pull carpet in one of the houses we're rehabbing. We have people come work in our garden. We have people that come work um, with the moms on skills, you know, body language, how you interview. We have lots of partnerships that do that and lots of individuals that come in and share their skills. We have people that come in and work with the kids downstairs while the moms are in group. The kids are in services. We use lots of volunteers there, volunteers to work on the facility. As you mentioned, it's old. It's very old. All but one of our and houses. It always needs repairs. It does. And all but one of our houses is over 100 years old. Yep. So we constantly need, you know, painting, cleaning, yard work. There's just anything you can imagine. So, and Which means anything you can imagine, we can use help with. Correct. There's not much we're going to say no to. Right. Yeah. So, right. so, so th- hopefully that gives you some idea. You know, if you just want to get involved and you want to be a volunteer for one of the events, if you want to come to one of the events, um, again, uh, as Kelly said, those are all, if you've got a church group, you've got a civic group, you want your, you know, you've got a school group that's doing community service. We'd love to have you. It was interesting. You talked about skills. So teaching them how to do a job interview. I never even thought about right. that. Right. Yeah. Job interview, body language, what to wear. I mean, a lot of the things that, that you would think yeah. they don't know because they've never done it. Right. They didn't have that opportunity. Right. The other thing that we do, um, cause I, I know we have a lot going on, but we, um, Four times a year, we do a couple of lunches and we do a couple of open houses. There's no cost. Anybody can come and it's a way to come to the facility, hear about the program. And see what we do. And see the facility, like put a visual with it. And we welcome that. So if you are all interested in any of this, you can call Kelly directly at 913-634-6934, 913-634-6934. Or you can go to the website, SheffieldPlace.org sheffieldplace.org all their information is up there i am telling you folks um if you get involved in this and you see what we do here you meet people like keisha and see how their lives have been turned around i wanted to do something where i had a direct effect this is a direct effect this is where you really reach out and touch someone and make a difference and that's what sheffield place does once again the phone number for kelly 913-634-6934 the website sheffieldplace.org And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish as fools. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, and thank you for joining me today on this show. Once again, I really appreciate all of your involvement. If any of you want to get involved, please go to the website or the phone number and call Kelly. Um, Stay tuned. We'll be back next week with another show. You've been listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America.